Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome back to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and I absolutely love today's conversation. This conversation that I'm having today is kind of the backbone of everything that running has given me, and that's a lie. It's not everything that running has given me, but one of the huge benefits that I feel running has given me that probably shocks, shocked me and still shocks me the most. And so it was inspired by a post from one of our current soulmates, which I'll share with you. It was inspired by a conversation that I had yesterday with another one of my soulmates. And then it was inspired by my run this morning and the whole mindset and process that I went through on that run today. So as I am recording this, I did just finish running and... I am a sweaty mess, so this is the most disgusting podcast recording I've done ever, So, but I really wanted to do it because I think it's important, and you know, this kind of conversation really brings us to tears because we are, I think in general, people in general, but especially women are really hard on ourselves, very self-critical, um, especially when it comes to our bodies and the way that we feel about them, and I am victim to that, you know, that mentality sometimes as well about, you know, you know, standing in the mirror, being critical and, and, and kind of shaming yourself and all those things. Been there, done that. Um, running has helped me to drastically improve my relationship with my body more so than I can ever even express. But it doesn't mean that I am, you know, I'm not experiencing those same thoughts here and there as, as they pop up because I'm human and, and we all are. But um, I'm going to go ahead and, well, I'll save the post. I'll read that post in a second, but I'll tell you a little bit about my morning. So I woke up this morning and I was just so cranky. And I've talked about this before about how running kind of just like flips a switch and helps you to change your day. But I was just irritable. So I, I came downstairs and it was early. It wasn't as early as I wanted to get up, but I really value my time in the morning, as you all know, before my kids wake up, before you know my family's up and moving and I feel kind of pulled towards helping them, being with them, all of those things. So I try to get up and take care of two big important parts of my life, which one is the running aspect. I like to run in the morning before anybody, any creatures are stirring and also um, addressing the running program. This is when I like to go in and, you know, comment back. I read everyone's posts as they come in because we post our workouts each week. Every time there's a workout, the post comes in. And so 
I read them as soon as they come in, they pop up on my phone, but I like to go back and, and, you know, comment so everybody knows that I've seen them and I'm proud of them and they're doing great and all those things. So I try to use that time in the morning to take care of those things. And then something that I used to do before this running program came about a year ago is this is when I spent time kind of organizing my house for the day, like, you know, picking up any things that organizing, picking up any things that need taken care of. So, so that kind of really went to the wayside, which I've talked about before so that I could focus on the program. And of course the running piece is just how I function. So I have to continue to take care of myself. But this morning I kind of got into this, as soon as I woke up, I got into this routine or, you know, this, I was on a roll with picking up around the house, like putting things away. We had gone to the beach yesterday. So still unpacking some of those things that I didn't feel like dealing with last night. Grayson had his first baseball practice. And so there were just things that needed taken care of. And I felt like I wasn't going to be able to function well throughout the day unless I took care of that. So, but I was so cranky and bitter. And so all of the thoughts that were coming up during that time, you know, it's a Saturday morning right now. And all of those thoughts that were popping up were not good thoughts. Like I found myself resentful. I found myself frustrated and annoyed and irritated. And I was finding as I was straightening up different places and taking care of things, putting groceries away, that kind of thing, I just felt myself wanting to kind of like, you know, fuss at everybody. I wanted to to fuss at Mike because why are these dishes out? I wanted to fuss at the kids. Why didn't you put this away last night? Like all the things. I was just so irritable. And I said to myself, well, I'm not going to have time to do all the things today. I'm not going to have time to go for a run to, you know, get in the program. I'm not going to have time to organize the house all, all before the family wakes up. And so I had to pick and choose. And so I was like, well, this place is a mess. Again, coming from a very negative mindset. This place is a mess. I've got to get this done. So I just kept, you know, moving around the house, but there was, it was just like, it kept nagging at me. I started the washer and even though I was making progress and I felt, you know, pretty good. I've, I, there was a part of me that was just still irritated. And so I'm like, I can't do this. If I stay in this mode all day, it's going to be a terrible day and I'm not going to even be able to enjoy it with my family because I'll just be so cranky. And you know, we've all been like this before. And so I knew that one of the biggest antidotes I have to that is going for a run. So I felt torn. There was so much I needed to do, but if I go for this run, I know I'll feel better. So I just started getting dressed. And so I came into our guest room, which is where I keep my extra running clothes so I don't have to go back up into the room and wake anyone up. And I started getting dressed. Now I have to do laundry. As you heard, I'm behind on all the things with the house. So a lot of my favorite running clothes are in the washer right now, which left me stuck with shorts, which I just absolutely, <laughs> I fight with because I don't love the shorts that I have right now. Um, and you know, we've talked about this before. Like if it's not hot enough that you're sweaty enough so that there's no chafing going on, it's just another annoyance. So, but I'm like, okay. So I also bought this tank top recently. <clears throat> it's, I, I actually made it myself and I bought it. And you know, based on the picture, of the tank top I bought, it was it was like a loose fitting tank top and I was really excited about it. I thought it would be like airy and loose. And then when it came, and this is just, you know, sometimes the way clothes are made, it was super, it was tight, it was form fitting. And not like uncomfortably tight, but it was more form fitting than the picture. And I was so disappointed, like, oh, this isn't how I wanted it to fit. And so these were the two things I had left <laughs> in my clean clothes, like I can put on and go wear, right? And oh, also the sports bra. I have this sports bra that I feel like it's the same as so many others that I have, but it's a different color. And for some reason it just feels so much smaller. So it really like just makes you want to take a pair of scissors and cut it off the whole time you're wearing it. So these are the things that I had left this morning to run with. And, but I just 
knew you guys. I'm like, I don't want to ruin this Saturday. I need to try to change this. And so I put the shorts on, I put that sports bra on, and I put the tank top on. And I'm in the bathroom, like pulling out my hair and pulling it up, like into putting, not pulling out, pulling up my hair. And, you know, there's a huge mirror in there. And I just started, like, you know, instantly having negative self-talk about myself and my body and, oh, this is so tight. And of course, everything that I'm talking about is like pushing everything out. Like I just felt so uncomfortable and I was getting so like upset with myself. And I had to literally walk away from the mirror and like, stop, stop. Like we're just, we're in this, you know, rabbit hole and, and we just need to go. And so I, you know, I walked out, I got my sunglasses and my headphones and I just headed straight out the door. And so I just started running. I literally, as soon as I hit the sidewalk across the street from my house, I started running and it wasn't easy. My legs felt heavy. It was just, I was still found myself in the beginning, like, oh, you know, everything's so hard, blah, blah, blah. It's just the funk that I'm in. And it took me to about, honestly, probably three fourths of the way through my run. And it was only a two mile run today for me. And so we're talking about when I had half a mile left, I finally started feeling better. Not great, but I felt better. I was like, okay, like, I'm so glad that I did this. I feel so much better. I wasn't, I, I put music on so that I could kind of like just, you know, lose myself a little bit. And I finished the run and I got back and I was still a little bit edgy. So I didn't, I didn't stop moving. I started walking and I walked until I felt better. I walked until I was no longer that agitated person where everything was going wrong and I couldn't stop focusing on the negative. I, I just walked, I walked and I, I felt the sunshine like and and I felt, I started trying to turn everything that I was talking about into positive thoughts. Like, you know, everything that I was, I was bringing up like, oh, you know, it being hot out today, but all oh, the sun feels so good. And I just kept walking and eventually I got to a point where I was taking deep breaths of like, okay. I'm ready. And it reminds me very much of whenever COVID hit and I was overwhelmed and I just felt like I can't do this. This is so hard. And I was running until that I could feel sunshine on my face. And I called it, if you guys remember, I called it chasing sunshine. And I even have a journal here with it um, personalized. It says chasing sunshine on it because I just needed to keep moving until I had that moment of like taking a deep breath and saying, okay, I'm ready for the day. And that's what this run was for me today. It was not a training run. It wasn't even a scheduled run. I wasn't even going to do it. Um, but it was a run that I needed to snap myself back into remembering how, how great my life is and how lucky that I am. And I just had to keep moving until that came to me. And finally it did. And I, and I came back into the house and I'm covered in sweat. <clears throat> And I, I did know my time because it tells me in my headphones and I wish I didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a great run. And you know, in the, in the mindset that I was in, it just something I didn't need. So next time I would not even take my watch with me to be honest. And so just, you know, a little tidbit of, of advice if you are going on one of these runs, but it was so life giving. Now I didn't come back and everything was perfect, but I came back and everything was better. And so I went into the bathroom again, because I was getting ready to take a shower and here I am in the same mirror, right? And in the same clothes, but I saw myself completely differently. You guys, I was covered in sweat and the, the t-shirt, the tank top that I'm talking about I, that I made was a marathon t-shirt. I made it after the marathon because I wanted to wear it to celebrate my 26.2 miles that I had done, um, in May of this year. So I was looking in, in the mirror and I was covered in sweat and 
I saw me completely differently than the way that I saw myself before I went for a run. I felt so good. I felt so accomplished. I felt so proud. I felt proud of the race that I had trained for completed. Like I was looking at that part of my tank top that dang, like look what you just did. And then the fact that I got out there and I did this run and the fact that I really didn't want to and the fact that I had to force myself out and the fact that I stayed out there until I felt ready to take on the day. And I came back in and I looked at myself, same exact person, completely different perspective, completely different feeling. I did not, my body did not change on that run. My mindset changed and the way that I saw myself changed. I changed the way that I saw myself and thought about myself. And so this brings me to a conversation that I had yesterday. I met with a, um, I met with a group of runners in the Virginia Beach area, a group of soulmates who are training with me. And, and we haven't done this yet, but we, those who live close enough to meet together at the boardwalk, we went for a run. And after the run, some, a few of us went to grab some coffee before heading home. And in one of the conversations, one of the runners said, Tina, I'll never forget like the time that you said to me, you said to us, she said, you talked about like, yeah, okay. So like my belly jiggles and my thighs rub and my arms jiggle. And you know what? I just ran a marathon or I just ran five miles. Like, yeah, my body does all of those things and I don't care because my body can do some amazing freaking things and it is strong and it is so strong and it can do things that so many people just dream of doing. And, you know, she was getting kind of teary eyed, which made me teary eyed when she was sharing this. And she said, I've worn a bathing, a two piece bathing suit for the first time since I was 17 because I finally started loving my body. And I'm not talking about <clears throat> that we all had like this massive weight loss and now we love ourselves. It's not about that at all. And sometimes, you know, with certain training cycles and if <clears throat> and certain times you don't lose any weight. And I mean, certainly you, you can and, and, but, but it's not about that. It changes you regardless. It changes the way that you see yourself. And it's not something that you can tell somebody you have to experience it. So I can't look at somebody who's hating their body. I can't look at somebody who's feeling you know, looking at themselves in the mirror and, and doing all that negative self-talk and say, well, just, you know, think about taking on a running program and it will change the way you see yourself. And the first response would be like, well, I do hope that I lose weight. And like, yeah, okay, like it, it can work in that way. But, you know, even if you don't, you're going to see yourself differently. And then, you know, people are like, well, there's no way because I need to lose weight. That's the only way that I'll love myself. But it's just not true. It's just not true you can change the way you feel. And here's the thing, like once you change the way you see yourself and you start to love yourself and feel strong, then you treat yourself better, which I've mentioned numerous times. Like you just treat yourself better. You treat people around you better. You start taking better care of your body, maybe eating, your, eating healthier things periodically and you just feel better. And so like it really is a thing. It's, it's, it's crazy how it works. But when you allow yourself to get out of your comfort zone, when you push yourself to do things that you never thought you could do and you're accomplishing those, regardless of what your body looks like, it, it makes you fall in love with your body and what it can do. And again, it doesn't mean you're immune to having negative thoughts about yourself or feelings or getting into those those moments. Like that's silly to expect that to happen all the time. But the, the majority of the time you'll find like, oh my God, I, I actually like myself and and maybe I'm doing okay. Maybe I'm, I'm doing something right over here. And so that brings me to the final thing that I wanted to share with that one of my runners posted earlier this week, and it's just kind of crazy the timing of all this coming together, but I'm going to read it to you because she posted it in our group and she sent me a message first and then she posted it in the group and I just felt like it was so impactful and, and something that we don't think about enough as, as runners and people who are, who are going on this journey and, and fighting that battle of learning to love ourselves. And so here it is. 
she says, guys, I'm going to humble brag on myself right now. Yesterday, I had my blood work taken for a physical, and I initially was disappointed because although I'm not weighing myself at home, the doctor did, and this year I'm only down a mere five pounds. I told my doctor how much stronger I am feeling, and this morning I woke up to an amazing message from her. My numbers came back, and my cholesterol is down from 240 to 185. I did this on my own, without meds. High cholesterol runs in my family, and my dad actually had quadruple bypass when I was in middle school, and more recently had to have a stint replaced a few years ago. If you are doubting yourself or only measuring progress by the number on the scale, you are doing yourself a disservice. I definitely can be guilty of those feelings. I am so proud of myself and even more motivated to complete my, my third run tomorrow. Ugh. I am absolutely covered in goosebumps because this runner in particular and many of my runners have been with me for about, I mean, we're pushing close to a year since they started. They started their challenge in November and here we are. It's the middle of August. So it's been almost a full year since both of these runners who I'm telling you this story about have been running. And so, yeah, like maybe initially people jump in and start this and, and say to themselves, I want to do this to lose weight. But it is so much more than that. And the, the kicker, this is the kicker, you guys, is the stuff that goes on on the inside, the changes that happen on the inside, like those are honestly what really matters. Like if we're talking about living our longest lives, living our best lives, being feeling good about ourselves, like all that happens on the inside and it's not necessarily reflected on the outside by inches and pounds and all those things that we hyper fixate on. And maybe, you know, thinking about that in terms of, when we're judging ourselves as far as running being part of our life and, and, and not allowing weight loss to be a focus, which you know is a huge uh, message that I try to spread because it, it, it just, it, it takes all of the goodness away from all of the hard work that you're doing. I know for a fact, Mike, even his blood pressure um, has drastically improved. Now he's been running with me for a year. We started, I think last July. So it's been just over a year for him since we've consistently run an entire year, I'm talking every week, we've consistently run for an entire year and his blood pressure is so amazing. And his doctor talked to him about possibly getting off of medication. Um, and and I, I do think he has already decreased the amount of medication he's on and blood pressure, high blood pressure runs in his family. And it's a thing that he's been fighting for a very long time. And like, those are the true wins. Those are the true, true wins. And, and you know, last night, um, Mike was watching a little update on on someone that he follows on social media um, on YouTube that he really he really has connected with. It's kind of a it's, it's kind of a crazy story because <clears throat> this guy um, he offers a training at his house. It's like a tactical training, uh, tactical response type training at his home where um, you can sign up and go do training with him. And years ago, I did it for Mike's birthday. I signed him up and I got him. Um, a spot to go to this guy's house and do some do some training with him and um, so he got to go and meet him and he you know spent the, the week with him or the weekend with him and and did some training and, and got to know him and so he, you know he was kind of a celebrity to him he'd always followed him on social media and then he finally got to go and meet with him and and it kind of you know just upped his level of of um, you know uh, what is the word I'm looking for you know, what he appreciated about him, what he respected about him and how much that he, he liked him as a person and what he was doing. And so not that long ago, he was, he was diagnosed with ALS and, um, Mike was watching last night, uh, an update on his health and 
and how his his kids have now started coming on his YouTube channel and telling everybody how he's doing and how his health is is going you know with his his progress and he was talking they were talking about his lungs and you know him struggling now and needing some assistance and some support and and just how you know they're working to make him as comfortable as possible in these phases of his terminal illness and they talked about how you know terminal illness your best days are your are yesterday and it was so impactful and we were both kind of you know emotional and it, it really just hit home but of course the first thing I thought to myself is like it really is true that you know a healthy person has a million dreams and wants right like a healthy per- a person who has their health has a million things they want to fix about themselves a person who who is quote unquote healthy and functioning you know as we would consider normally can think of all of the things that they want like I want smaller thighs I want smaller arms um, I want a smaller waist all of the things like it's it's so easy to just list them and line them up, right? All the things that I would change about myself. And then the person who doesn't have their health only has one wish. Just one. They just want their health back. And so when you think of it that way, right? And we we, we judge the, the work that we're doing and the effort that we're putting in and the length of time that we've been out here, when we, when we base it just on the outside and our physical appearance, it's kind of silly, isn't it? isn't it? Because there's no way, there's no way that you can take on a running journey and not strengthen the inside of your body and not become a healthier person. And you are working your heart and you're working your lungs and you're getting that blood pumping and getting that blood flowing through your muscles. And it's not sitting there stagnant and, and it's all coursing through your body and flushing out toxins and just sweating things out. Like there's no way that that is not helping us to keep our bodies functioning at optimal performance. There's no way. And so so here's the other thing. Like, does that mean we have to run every day and we have to go out, go, go all out to make sure that that happens? Absolutely not. The biggest goal is to stay consistent and to do it over the longest period of time that you possibly can. And if you find something that you enjoy and feels doable and manageable and you consistently show up for that, like over the course of a year, like that's when big changes take place, just as my runner who mentioned about um, her cholesterol dropping significantly. And so the idea that you can show up and moderately do your workouts and do your runs three times a week, but do it for the course of a year, are you kidding? How many of my runners right now, me included, have gone all out, you know, trying to do something, a new workout, a new a new group, a new club, a new whatever, and we've done it for five, five days, seven days, let's go with 14 days, let's go with the max, like a month. I stuck to it for a month, but then 11 other months out of the year I was floundering and how many weeks did I skip of not you know working out my lungs and my heart and my my blood and and allowing my muscles to grow and and flush like how many months would I have sat on the sidelines because I decided that I had to go all in to be a healthier person because I needed to see the results on the scale and it's kind of when you put it in perspective like that it's kind of it's silly it makes you feel like what what am I what am I doing right like the morning that I I just stood in there and and stared at myself and you know all the things that I would change and we are all guilty of that but honest to god my lungs are so strong i you guys know i've been at this for 15 years and I, and i'm not going to say that i've been at this for 15 years because the whole time it was about me wanting to maximize my health i mean that has been a side effect for me in the beginning it was to lose weight you guys know that and then i shifted that mindset to i wanted to be able to do hard things and i wanted to be able to have confidence and, and have big goals and that's still a huge motivator of mine and and for me like all of the health stuff that has come because of it like sometimes for a long time i took it for granted like every every doctor's appointment that i go to knock on wood i've never needed any type of medication to 
help with, you know, blood pressure or cholesterol, anything like that. And, and all of those numbers have always been, you know, fantastic. And I, I do not have the best diet. As you guys know, we've talked about this, you know, as far as making sure that I eat all of the healthiest things, but because I have consistently showed up over the years, over and over and over again, like my heart is so healthy. My lungs are so healthy. And every time they take my blood pressure, they're always like, wow, your, your blood pressure is amazing. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. Like not really thinking much of it, but really what, what an amazing accomplishment. What an amazing accomplishment. Like that's a huge deal. It really is. And and to put it in perspective and to look at myself in the mirror covered in sweat and you know my muscles are still pumping blood through my body and the endorphins are kicking and like i just like flushed some serious stuff through my body and i i just made my muscles work and i just you know increased my lung capacity and i just i just basically made my heart do push-ups like all of the things that really matter at the end of the day because how often have we even focused on changing our outer appearance and you know think back over the years like I've said this before and I'll say it again, like all of the years of focusing on it, right? Or the times that you've spent like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna definitely do this and that. Like how often was it even that satisfying to you? Like how often did it even bring you like, oh, this is what I was looking for? Like, no, there's just a new number to compete with, right? There's just a new a new goal to try to reach and feel like you're failing at. So uh, maybe, maybe we just stop obsessing about any of that in general. And, and yes, when these feelings come, we let them in. We don't shame ourselves for having these feelings. We say like, okay, this is what, I'm, you know, I'm doing this today. I'm feeling my funk today, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to combat it, combat it with everything that I can throw at it, which for me today, it was going for a run. And then it was going for a walk after that. And it was allowing myself to feel the feelings, to work through them and now to reflect on them through this podcast and to really bring myself back to what matters most, because I want to be there for my kids. I want to, I want to, I want to chase after my kids. I want to be able to push my eight-year-old in a stroller and my five-year-old if I need to, because they're tired and I want to go on a long run and I want to be able to do all that stuff and to feel strong when I do it. And I want to be able to, I want to be able to go out on a run or a walk and, and my legs to work and, and me to feel like I have built my body to, to last. I've built my body to, to last as long as it possibly can. And I'm going to keep, keep doing that. And when I think of it that way, I'm doing a pretty dang good job, a pretty dang good job. And so, you know, when you make that mindset shift, when you stop thinking about this as a box you have to check in order to be skinny first of all, like throw that out the window. That's why my soulmates have lasted so long because we stopped doing that a long time ago. Like it's not sustainable. You will quit. You will quit. You will quit. You will quit. So if you are doing this and weighing yourself and looking for those changes, you need to stop ASAP if you want this to be a lifelong commitment of yours. My biggest advice to you. Second, stop looking at it as something that you have to do, like something that, you know, you're being forced to do. We all do this, you guys. So again, this is not shaming, but if you can switch that mindset from something that you have to do to something that you get to do, and that's very cliche. People say that all the time, but really think about your internal organs, right? Think about how your body is functioning, how your legs are working, how your lungs are working, how your heart is working. You have the ability to go do this. And again, I'm going to reflect back. And I know there are millions of people like this in similar situations and, and, and not to be, again, shaming and saying like, you should appreciate this more. Like, no, we all get stuck in these thought processes. But listening to um, the the um, gentleman's kids talk last night about his lungs and, 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 and wishing that his lungs worked at full capacity so that he could you know, get up and move around and do those kinds of things and not needing that support. Like, wow, what a gift to be able to go out and go for a freaking run and to breathe hard. Like what a gift to be able to breathe hard. What a gift to be 
struggling and, and pushing ourselves and what a gift to be able to sucking in air and allowing our lungs to expand and what a gift for our legs to be working and and to be able to to move and so what if they're not going as fast as I want them to what a gift to be able to allow the sun to shine on my face and allow myself to sweat and and to feel my muscles growing and what a freaking gift and and what a gift to be able to say I've done this for an entire year I've shown up for myself and in turn shown up for my family and everyone around me because I'm gifting them. I'm gifting them more days with me and me in a healthy, the healthiest state I can be in. I'm gifting that to my family by showing up for myself. I'm gifting them more days with me. I'm gifting myself more days with them. And I know that's kind of a deep conversation and deep to think about, but I think, I think it's important to reflect upon when you get yourself caught up in the, the surface level crap that makes you feel like you know you're not doing enough or you're not enough or you should be this or you should be that like you are doing amazing work and if you aren't if you're listening to this for some reason I know that there are a lot of new runners and my runners listening to this but if you are listening to this and you haven't gotten your groove yet right and you haven't figured out you know how to how to get into this and sustain it I'm going to tell you, like, take the advice, first of all, of not making it about weight loss. That's my biggest advice to you ever. So how do I not make it about weight loss? Well, you go and you find goals and you and you reflect on how your body feels and what you can do and how you can suddenly run farther than you thought you could and how you can run for more seconds before needing a break. Like, those are the goals that you celebrate and write down and you just stop weighing yourself. You stop weighing yourself and you stop making it about weight loss. And the second thing is is to slowly find ways to just make this a part of your life. You have to make it a habit first. It has to become something that is second nature, something that, you know, it just, you you find three days a week because that's what you need. You need three days a week to make massive progress and not overwhelm yourself and make you want to quit. So you pick three days a week and you find a way to make it a part of your routine. Does it work for you in the morning? Does it work for you at night? Does it work for you during lunch? Does it work for you um, during kids sports? Whatever it is, find that time and start carving it out because the more you show up for it at that time, the more it becomes just a part of your routine and you stop thinking about it. It does change and sometimes transitions happen and we have to fluctuate and figure out how to adapt. But the more that you do it, the more you realize like this is a part of my life. So carve out three days a week, don't make it about weight loss and start so simple, so simple. Do mostly walking if you haven't run at all. Do mostly walking and give yourself maybe um, three or four different jogs, like of 15 seconds when you're starting. Jog for 15 seconds and then walk again to catch your breath and recover. Do that about four times um, and walk for about maybe five, four or five minutes in between and let that be your start and grow from there. And don't go, you know, I want to be a runner. I want to do this. I want to feel all these things. So I'm going to go out and run five days a week and I'm going to make myself run a mile today. Like, no, that's not the way to do it. It's not the way we do it. And that's not going to be sustainable. Like, so you want to find out how all of my runners who have run with me for this long, have stayed with it, stuck with something for the longest they have in their life for an entire year, many of them, um, and some of them half a year, and some of them have been with me for you know six months, and some of them are just starting with me, and they're two weeks into this. Well, really, with the challenge, they're about four or five weeks into this, um, who are in my prep me group and who are killing that too, um, is that we've kept it reasonably balanced. And that's how you stick to it. And so they consistently show up three times a week. And sometimes in the beginning, I have to reel them in and say like, look, extra workouts is not the key here. The key is to figure out how to show up for yourself three times a week. And there's a lot of breaking down those barriers and, and those limiting thoughts in the beginning. And that's what the whole prep program is about, is, is really breaking down 
those barriers as to how am I going to fit this into my life? How is this going to be a part of my life? How am I going to sustain this? Like that's what we do for the first four weeks is we work on breaking down those barriers, slowly increasing the amount of time that you're jogging, but also just creating habits and routines and allowing you to feel the success that you'll have. And you'll do it for a full month before we even start 5k training. It's pretty crazy. But those are the things that I would highly recommend to anyone who's looking into how to get started and how to benefit so much from allowing running to be a part of your life. So if you still stuck around with me at the end of this podcast, thank you for hanging out with me today. I absolutely adore you guys. I grab, give, pull so much motivation and inspiration from every single one of my runners, watching them post and open up and grow and share and connect with each other. Like, oh, it is the most soul giving experience I have ever had with helping people to find themselves and to grow in their confidence and love for themselves. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. I hope you guys have an amazing week or weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. I hope you had an amazing run. If you listen to this on your run today, stand in the mirror as your sweaty self and allow yourself to think about everything that happened on the inside after your run today and everything that got stronger and stare at yourself feeling the full badass that you are for showing up for yourself. I love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you... Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.